Hello everyone, this is the remake of of my podcast of me growing up in Tennessee and all the different fun that we had growing up. It was about the things that my pops used to tell me and all the games we used to play growing up. Now, as you well know, in my first segment, y'all know I'm from Jackson, Tennessee. And I grew up with four brothers. Um, now, when we were growing up, we used to make our own games up. Like, we played uh, marbles. We we played uh, all different type of games. That, that rock and sock and robot. We had the little NFL football game. And we had this guy that grew up with us. His name was Percy Bird. And he used to have spells. And my brother and them used to pick on him and stuff. Now, he would run people out. He would run people out of their own house. But we over over my friend's house. And and we was in there. We was playing. I think we played uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robot in the, uh, played that little Rock'em Sock'em. And then we played that uh, operation game where, you know, you touch the side or the, keep from touching the side so the, for the, the man knows when light up. So we all was in there and them fell asleep and stuff. Because, you know, because uh, my, my friend's mother had made sandwiches and shit, but everybody, we ate them, and everybody went to sleep, sitting there going to sleep. The nigga, them, <laughs> snigger, the person buried them, woke up, started breathing hard. <sighs> and he, and he run, he run everybody out of the house. He ran, <laughs> he, he ran, he ran my friend's mama out of the house, the daddy, everybody was running out of the house. He ran everybody out of the house. And then we were outside, and it, and they were talking about this gang. It was called the Bodine Gang. So what he did, he was, he was, he was, he was going around, um, he was, uh, picking up the beer caps, and he put all of them on, all his fingers and stuff. And went over to the project called Lincoln Lincoln Projects Lincoln Courts. So he went in and he and he, and he was hiding in behind this little building as they walking through the little chute. He he jumped out of ambush one one by one, bust their head wide open, and he they bleeding and everything. That was one time. And then, like when when we was like um, around the house. Cause we had to be in the yard around, you know, around the house when the street life went came came on. So we used to play hide and go, hide and go see, hide and go get it. We had three girls, and this one girl named Teresa. She was ugly, but she had a fat old booty on her, fat ass, and shit. Where everybody wanted to try to get that pretty pretty girl, Melanie. So we were looking, you know, you get on out. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Yeah, I come ready or not. And so it, you know, I was counting. Then I said, I come ready or not. And so, so, so did the girls. So we was trying to play. Everybody trying to hide and go get it. So I, I was looking for Melody Holland, Holland. And then all of a sudden, here comes Teresa. Jumps out the bush. Here I am, William. Here I am. I like get your ugly ass back in them bushes. Somebody wants you. I want Melody. 
And I mean, this shit was like, you know, that was, that was some of the craziest time. And, um, uh, I can remember, I can remember one time, um, when, um, when, when like my, my, my pops, uh, used to tell us about stealing and stuff like that. He said, well, if, if you, you know, if you get caught stealing, I'm not coming down and get you. So he told us a story about this man that robbed the jewelry store. And he said, well, the man robbed the jewelry store. He left his car and got on the bus. And the police was looking for him. So he didn't get off the bus and ran in the film. Well, the police had got a tip. They said that he he ran somewhere down there in East Jackson. And... I say so he's going in a building. So the so the police when my daddy said the police ran inside the funeral home, Ford funeral home. And said this old man was in there, he was uh, you know, cleaning the, the funeral home, mopping the floor and back of the carpet. The police came in, asked him, said, uh, well, excuse me, sir, have you seen a man about five foot nine, about hundred and sixty pounds? Running, running in the film. He said, no, I didn't. He said, I'm not on somebody here. Other day, cause the man ran in there and got in an uh, uh, empty coffin and closed the coffin. And so after the police, uh, had told the man, uh, you know, if you, if you see, see this guy, give us a call. So the police left. My father said that, uh, said, said that the man that was in the coffin, he opened the coffin up and raised up and said, Hey man, is they gone yet? <laughs> and, and they said, and my father and, and my pop said that the man towed the damn door down, getting up out of their film home. Now, of course, I didn't believe a lot of stuff my father used to tell me. Cause he used to tell me all kind of crazy stuff, like he was in the war, which he was. He jumped, he got cut, he got cut on the nose. A German cut him on the nose, something like that, which I still didn't know if that's true or not. And um, so I asked my mother. Was this true? My mother said, "Yes, it's, yes, it's true." He he uh, he did. Uh, a man did do that. And also, when we when I was growing up, see, we didn't have no swimming pools around. So what we would do, we we would wait to the this 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 uh, ditch. It was a ditch down. It was called a sand ditch. And we wait till it rained real hard and it flooded the ditch. And we always go swimming down in there, down in that, in that, in that ditch. We like eight, nine, ten years old swimming and come back. And my mother used to tell them, y'all go out there and get in, go down in that damn sand ditch and go to swimming. So we would come back in the house. It was raining. I mean, we'd go outside in the rain, make our little paper boats out of popsicle sticks and watch them float down through the down the side of the drains and uh so we come in and we and, and i i mean we should go in to get get in that water in and all our clothes and the and the tennis shoes and all that so when we so 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 we come back from swimming you know, the sun done came out and everything and it stopped raining. And we try to sneak in the house. I don't think you hear it, but you hear them shoot. Whoosh, 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 
my mother said, I told y'all not to go down in that ditch. And she'd whoop our ass and, we, and you know, and we still wet. And that and, and that's a hell of a whooping to get when you get whooped when you wet. And uh, now I can also remember at times when 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 I um I had to fight a guy, not not whoop. I told y'all about uh, a guy that that I that bullied. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I might have told you about this guy because I don't think I got that in. Well, well. It was a guy named was Wooker. He was an ugly guy. He just he was ugly. Had a lot of bumps on his face. And at this time, I was like about fourteen. Well, he 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 bullied me all the way up until I was about fifteen and shit like that. So because we used to run, and we'd seen him. So so when I got like fifteen, we was all sitting there because he used to ask for juice and uh, I want your juice and and all of this and shit like that. And so and he had all these bumps on his face, and he, you know, I got bullied and shit. So, and so my friend, this other friend named Ronnie, he we was all sitting outside the store. And the guy says, "Uh, Ronnie said, uh, hey, uh, Willie, man, he gonna wooga, man, you better run, man, uh, man, uh, wooga gonna kill you." I said, "Man, fuck wooga, I ain't running from that ugly motherfucker no more." So they ran in the store. He comes up, he says. Hey, when what you got on my juice? What you got on my... Well, I ain't got shit on your juice. Fuck you. I ain't getting you shit. And and next thing I know, he said, well, I'm going to kick you out. And I went up on that nigga and body slammed him on the ground. And I started beating him in his face and hitting him and shit. Puss started flying. Puss hit me all in my face. I wanted to quit beating him. But I said, no, nah, I'm going to beat this nigga up. I beat the nigga. I beat the puss out of that nigga. I beat... Busted all them bumps and shit. Busted, hit my nice white shirt and shit. Had stains in them and shit. So I took the shirt on and uh and and uh and took the took took the home. And so my so so my daddy's girlfriend they asked me where all them stains come from. I said, well, I I, I just got in a fight and this guy had all. She said, oh, that's so nasty. So he took the shirt off, gave it to her. She soaked it and all that. To get all them push stains out, so therefore I didn't have no more problem out of no wooker, no more problem out of wooker. Okay, and now then, uh, it's a couple more times as I'm growing up down in Tennessee. Uh, yes, the people just like to pick them because I was real quiet and and stuff like that. But then I guess because is what they say, uh, is what goes around, comes around. So I used to, me and this guy was real good friends that we, we, you know, uh, I don't know if we was kin or not, we had the same last name. His name was Prentice Eugene Hunt. And me and him basically went to, it was in elementary school together and went all the way to high school and all this together. But I used to, and you know, cause like, like, he he like had asthma and shit, and I would take his asthma bottle and keep it and run run and make him run after he get to breathe. <sighs> I'd give him his asthma bottle. And he'd tell his mom. He'd go tell my mom, and then my mother make me go around there and apologize to him and stuff like this. Now I'm 
here's 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 the thing. When I first uh, I first actually uh, had uh, saw my saw saw my father. I saw my pops. You know, cause he was man. My pop used to he was he was a rolling stone. That's what he was. Cause that's how my mother had left him. But after she mother had left him, man, my pops was was used to used to fuck with this old lady named uh, Ophelia. And I guess I was probably about twelve or so. And I come in the house, and it was on a Saturday. And, and I come in there, and, and 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 so so he had. I seen all this ass, and his pants around his ankle, and and I seen him going in this woman. He's in there hitting this hitting this old lady, the old lady old figure. I come in the house. He said, "Boy, get out, boy, 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 you better get out of here." I said, "She trying to run." Oh, oh, Jay, go and let him stay in there. Uh, and I went on the left. I didn't want to see that shit. That's the time right there. And then, like I said, when we was growing up. We 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 used to go to this uh, place when we went swimming. It, it, even though when 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 like after the rain stuff, you know, you know, after we started getting a little older, see, we didn't want to go swimming no damn sand ditch no more. So we want to go to pools. We didn't have no pool, so it was a place called the Blue Dip. So we used to go to this place called the Blue Dip, and it's where all refining companies was back over that way, and that water was like. Sky blue. It was the prettiest blue you want to ever see. So we used to swim in that water and shit and had a good old time. You know, walking back down the railroad tracks and that sun hit us and we'd be ashy as hell. Well, I don't know why we ain't caught no kind of chemical shit and all the damn chemical we were swimming in. And everybody was down there drink at, at, at a young age because I know I was drinking beer and, and, and sneaking smoking cigarettes and when my brother used to get me in that smoking cigarettes mama catches smoking beat her ass i tried to say he he said i should how that boy gonna hey you smoking you holding him but as i'm saying like we used to do a lot of stuff growing up so we like these kids today because these kids today Shelter, they ride by with helmets and knee pads and this type of foolishness. When we rode bikes, we rode with nothing. We fall on the bus and bust a knee and shit. They put some snuff on it. You get stung by a bee. Your granny would put snuff on the bee sting and, and all that make mud stuff and all that kind of stuff for your sprung ankle and all them home remedies. So that's what we played, you know, and and that's where we play. Kids today are so sheltered and stuff like this. Now, I can remember another time where that I was like in the third grade. Now, this is all the time I'm growing up and all this, all the good times I had. These are some good times and there's good times and bad times. I was in the third grade. And this guy, and, and you know, was named uh, Cleveland Brown. He was a bully too. His whole family, Cleveland, all the Brown boys. So I don't know what happened. I think he got mad because 
I wouldn't give my I wouldn't give my milk tokens or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was the milk token. We used to get the milk token, you know. And and so at this time we lived uh on a street down there called Glass Street. And it had a big old open field, like a cornfield. And the dudes had Cleveland Brown said, uh, uh, hunt man, you better be at, at three o'clock, I'm gonna kick your ass. So when that bell rang, I took off running, running to get home. So when I ran in the house, all them brown boys was out there. Cleveland Brown, Danny Brown, Allen Brown, them three brothers. Uh, my brothers, cause, cause me and him in the same grade. My brothers were older, older. I run in the house and my mother said, boy, if you don't go your ass back out there and fight, you're going to have to fight me. And I wasn't trying to fight my mama because my mother, was, she didn't play. So she, I, I said, mama, I don't know how to fight. She said, boy, you put your fists up and you go out there and you go to swinging and punching. And then what you do, you run and punch the first first person she said, motherfucker, she said, you go punch the first motherfucker you see when you run, when I send my, she sent me back out in that field. I went out there like a madman, like, I went out there like, like son enlisting. I was throwing punches and punching motherfuckers. I fought that whole family. Then my other brother, they all like kind of jump in and kind of help. And I can tell you a time when I think I was about maybe nine or so, about nine, I was about nine, eight or nine, cause, and, and, and so, you know, so, so my, uh, dog had ran off and, and had puppies down in this little, back over by this, by this, by this little ditch over from my house. So I was looking for my, for my dog and I ran up on the dog. When I found the dog, cause she had the German Shepherd puppies, and where well, they were mixed, cause they were them sooner, uh, you know, they were them uh, summer dogs, you know, them summer puppies, some of this and some of that, and um, I stepped on a hornet's nest. I come up out of that damn ditch. I left them puppies. I come up out of them ditch. Them hornets. Was I was I was trying to knock them motherfucker off my head. One of them somebody hit me and knock my ass a flip. I mean, knock me a flip. And that was a time. That was some good time. But them, but them damn hornets were no good time. And like I was talking about how how when we used to make up our own games and stuff like like now kids got these automatic. Got the, got the drone where they can fly drone. Hey, you know what our drone was? A June bug. A goddamn June bug tied on a piece of, a piece of thread and, 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 and hold the thread and on, tie the thread onto a stick and have a long enough thread and watch a little June bug and just walk down the street holding a June bug flying around and you got a stick and a June bug flying around. See, so we should catch June bugs and, and, and tie. Uh, a needle thread to the legs, so we can have some watch them fly. We can hold it, hold it like a you know have it, and 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 we used to make our own kites. See, we couldn't afford them. We couldn't afford to buy no that damn 
regular kite. Everybody going to store and buy a kite. And then, like that, we couldn't afford to buy no damn kites. We used to get newspaper, popsicle sticks, and make us some motherfucking kite. And make us a kite. And we used to uh, make our born arrows out of uh, some of that, them, them sticks you get that you can bend, but they wouldn't break. And go and get some of them, some of the string that they had tied around the, some of the boxes that they used to bring to the store. We get them type of, that type of string. We made our own born arrow, find a little arrows and, and get the bop, bottle tops and hit them with the hammer and make it like a spirit. So we used to do that. And, and I mean, we just, we were real, real creative when I was, is what I'm saying. Versus, you know, versus the kids today and the kids in the 70s versus that, that stuff. They had like the Nintendo and all that. Where in the 80s, they had like the Nintendo and these other different games and, and, and uh, Atari and all that kind of stuff. So we didn't have that kind of stuff. So that's what I'm saying about that. And, but, and all in all, Growing up, for me was it was all right. I mean, I mean, I had a pretty good time. I mean, I mean, now we was poor. Now we was poor. Government cheese, uh, government peanut butter, uh, the the uh, canned beef. You got a a cow on the on the can, and the can is like. And, and white, you got the black, and you got a black cow on there, just a picture, and it says beef, and then in the pork, and it said pork, and then and had a chicken on there in black, and with the white label, and it said chicken, like that, and then we, and like powdered milk, see, we didn't have no regular, I actually didn't get to really drink no regular milk out of a jug or out of a carton until I moved to Louisville. Drink down there. We we used powdered milk and the cornflakes and, and put water on the shit. That's way before Friday even came out. Shit, my daddy was saying that shit way before John Witherspoon was probably even in the movies. My daddy just said, you better put some damn water on that shit. Yeah. If we didn't have no damn powdered milk or well, no, and we couldn't use my mother's pet milk, so we had to just go ahead with the water and eat that cereal with water and sugar. I I remember growing up and eating sugar sandwiches, uh, molasses sandwiches, uh, 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 butter sandwiches, onion sandwiches, mustard sandwiches, onions, onions and mustard sandwiches, ketchup sandwiches. All them type shit sandwiches and shit like that. You know, shit, I ain't even had a, uh, I, I, I didn't even ate a damn Hosey Twinkie sandwich where you cut your damn Hosey Twinkie in half and put it, put it on two pieces of bread and just eat Hosey Twinkie. You have a Hosey Twinkie sandwich. You know the two little Twinkies that you get? You cut them in, and and, and shit, you have enough to make you two sandwiches. You ain't putting, you ain't putting no mayonnaise on it. Just put them between that bread, and and that was you eating. You had, you had a whole Twinkie sandwich. Go in there, drink your big old tall glass of water, and 
And uh, I can remember, like, kids nowadays, how they get to go to Walmart and, and they get to, and, 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 and then your parents get to buy all the good furniture and, 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 and get good dishes from Walmart. Here, we used to get our shit out of the S&H Green Stamp book. You help your mama put all them books in, and then, you know, you have all them books. You might have a hundred damn books, but you got to fill all them books up just to get one set of dishes. And it ain't number six plates and four glasses. You know, fill all these books up. Then you 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 might look in there, you might be looking through the catalog, and you'll see a, you might see a, a, a nice little, uh, uh, coffee table you might want be like mama can we have a coffee table well boy you gotta save up so you save up the save up the uh the stamps and get that one from the s and h green stamps that's that's what that's what that's what it what what it was all about when i was growing up when i was growing up in tennessee until i moved here to louisville when i moved here to louisville it got a little better. But the thing about that, when I moved to Louisville, I was 15, I was 16, and my mother said, you're not going to lay around no house in the summertime. She made us get a job. But first, before I got a job, I went up to my aunt's house, ain't lie to Sue, and, uh, and, and, and my uncle, uh, I forget his uncle, uh, man, I forget his name. But anyway, well, no, I'm thinking of my uncle. That was my, that was my Aunt Lada Sue's boyfriend or whatever it was. But anyway, he used to make us, me and my brother, he used to make me and him go and cut this field up in, off of St. Catherine up in the East End. Come around that being around St. Catherine. Now he got the buildings and all that stuff on it. Now it, the lot, it had big old grass like, hide weeds high as hell and he would give us a sickle we had to cut it down with the sickle and then we we didn't we didn't we didn't have a damn uh uh uh, uh gas more we we had a damn one of them got them a push thing when the push more then we push and, and cut the weed cut the weed down a little bit and then he would bring he would he would bring a, a gas more back and the gas was so fucked up it'd take us all day to cut that dead damn cut that big ass field and after we cut the field I used to want to kick his ass even though it was in the 70s he'd give us five dollars a piece to cut all that damn weed I used to be so mad at that man and then when uh, my mother used to say we well, all get a job so that's when I went down to Do Ranch and got that job at Do Ranch. Start um, uh, riding horses. I was an outrider. And I was a shepherd horse shit. And I and there used to be an old man down there named Wahoo. That man was fucking horses down there. I, I, I caught him a couple of times hitting them horses, pulling tails back, standing on horse shit. I'm back there hitting fucking shit out of them horses. Them horses right I was back going to get my horse to, to take him out so I can be out riding and take the, the customers out to come down to, to, to rent a horse. I hear something going, eh, psh, eh, psh, eh, psh. 
and couldn't find out that's him back then. He told me, oh, please don't tell, don't tell on me. Yeah. But I had a pretty good time. And and when I, uh, I'm going I'm, I'm to go ahead and, and talk some more about, uh, as me living in here, after I moved here to Louisville, and I was, I don't know if I told this story or not, but I'm going to tell it anyway. When I was in 10th grade, it's when I was in 10th grade up here, and I was in homeroom. I used to play tricks on, I would go and get roaches and from my neighbor, you know, I go get his roaches out, and he just actually get mad. Hey, man, what you doing with them roaches? Hunt, man, you put them back. I'm like, damn, man, I'm trying to help y'all, man. I'm helping you out, you know, getting these roaches out, and then I put them in a jar and take them in and put them in the teacher's desk, and I used to uh, put glue in her shoes and tax in the seed and all that shit, bring uh, grasshoppers and shit and put in the garbage can so when she go to dump and sit up or put... Uh, uh, grasshoppers up on the bulletin board over there behind the bulletin board or up in that little thing when they pull it down and grasshoppers come out hopping around and shit in there. And motherfucker would be snitching on me. And then one time, this is right here, it's the funniest shit ever. They made a bet that I went to take some chewing gum paper. They had this chewing gum paper that comes off like the double mint. And they were going around and they were passing the hat around. They said, you can get all this money that's in this hat. They put $2 and $3 and all that in the hat. And they said, Tennessee, because Deborah Freeman, they gave me that name, but she done passed on, God rest her soul. Um, they they said, Tennessee, man, we, we, we bet you all this money in this hat that, that you won't stick this the paper in there. I said, shit. I took that paper and stuck it in there. I shook for 45 seconds. 45 seconds. Leroy Holden. I don't know if the guy, I, I think he's still living. I done seen him a few times. Leroy Holden laughed. Everybody in that class laughed so damn hard at me. Cause I think my afro was sticking up on my damn head. Cause I had my straw hat sitting on the, in the, in the, uh, on my desk, you know. And in fact, my straw headed where they were putting the money in. And I shook for 45 seconds. I can tell you this. Leroy Holden, if, if Leroy Holden saw me today, because he done saw me before some years ago, a couple years, about a couple years back, he saw me. Probably, and I was working in the city that time, and he saw me. And he said, "He said, hey, uh, Hunt, man, you remember that time, man? You stuck that, stuck that paper, uh, that chewing gum paper in that in that socket, and you shook for forty five seconds." I'm like, "Yeah, I remember that, man. I remember, I remember, I remember that. Yeah, that shit was funny as hell. Yeah, yeah, that shit was funny. But uh, this is going to end my podcast of my my life stories." And I hope y'all enjoyed them. Uh, the things that I did go through with. I mean, I got more than stories than that. And I'm out.